Ladies and gentlemen, today I've got a story time that was sent in to me about a guy who decided to set up a little bit of a gambling operation at school. I would not recommend doing it. That being said, the story was nuts. So, uh, yeah, without further ado, let's get on into it. All right, so like I said, a subscriber actually sent this in to me. They're graduated now, but uh, the story happened when they were a senior, and it happened right when gambling was, like, first starting to become legalized in more states and super popular. Him and all of his friends were big sports fans, and if you've been watching sports within the last few years, you know what I'm talking about, because, like, basically every other commercial is something about this sports book to do this and triple your money with this. Anyways, they were all kind of watching this, and uh, their group chat would kind of text back and forth about games and whatnot, and one of their friends had been watching this and decided that they could probably get people to gamble at school. And, you know, if people were going to be gambling at school, then somebody might as well step in, be the middleman, and take a cut of the money that people were going to be gambling at school, you know. And if somebody was going to have to be doing that, then it might as well be him and his group of friends, because if someone had to do it, they might as well get paid, right? So he basically sends a text to his group chat in the middle of these games, saying that, like, alright, here's my plan, I want to be kind of a middleman for gambling at school, but I'm not going to be able to do it at loan does anyone want to hear more and the group chat kind of replies to that text the way you'd think like what are you talking about bro are you joking around like are you even serious right now you know there's no way that you're going to be able to come up with a way to actually do this and he's like all right listen i understand that it sounds stupid but yes i'm going to be able to do this hear me out the way that we're going to do this and avoid all the like bad parts of a casino you know having to break people's kneecaps people owing you money all that stuff I'm not saying that we run a casino, I'm saying that we facilitate betting, okay? Basically, instead of letting anyone borrow money to make giant bets, we only let them place money with, or place bets with cash that they have, and we just take a cut to make sure the bet is, like, insured. Basically, him and his friends were going to be bookies, right? But they weren't going to be out any of their own money, so there was no reason to be, like, running out smashing people's kneecaps. Basically, they would, like, get the idea of a bet from one guy, go find somebody that would take the other side, they'd be the middleman for a cut, and then that way they're not out anything. And the service, obviously, you know, they had to get paid for matching up the bet, making sure everything was legit, was going to be 10% of the money bet. And the people in the group chat are kind of like, all right, you know, this doesn't sound like the worst idea I've ever heard, ever. And he goes, listen, the one thing that you guys got to know, it's fully against school rules, and if we get caught, we're 100% going to get suspended. I don't know how long, you know, I don't I don't really know that much, but like I can say that if you guys say you were going to do this, if we get caught, we're going to get in trouble. He's like, I'm still going to do it. I don't care personally, but just so y'all know. And that's important because, you know, he was upfront about the fact that they could get in trouble. It's not like he convinced them to do nine felonies before telling them that it was a felony. Like, they're like, oh, I didn't know what armed robbery was. You just made me rob a bank. Dang it. Regardless, the group chat's kind of sitting there thinking about it. Obviously, it sounds nice, but the fact you can get in trouble means that it's, like, not enticing to everybody. So the group chat's kind of mulling over it. And finally, two people in the group chat are like, look, you know, I'm not trying to be a coward or anything, but 
but if you guys can make another group chat to do all that, I'd appreciate it because I don't want to be involved. Somebody is like, same. And so at that point, you know, the mastermind of this whole operation goes and makes another group chat where everybody's all right with it, you know, so that way the other people don't get in trouble for it. And everybody in there is like, all right, I'm down. Go ahead and break down your plan to us. Obviously, you've been thinking about this for a bit before you decided to ask if everyone's okay with it. And all he says is like, listen, trust me. I've already got some ideas. I'm going to message some people who might want to place some bets and I will text this group chat and let you guys know when we need to do anything. Okay. And everyone's like, all right. And so obviously at this point, it's like most of the group chat kind of is there down to help with whatever, but it's the mastermind kid who's kind of in charge of the whole thing. He's going around trying to tell people about it, get people to bet. Everyone else in the group chats just kind of got to stand there. Right. But regardless, he's doing his thing. And by the time Monday morning rolls around, he'd somehow managed to get all these bets lined up. And he sends each person that was in that group chat a text about like their instructions on what to do and how they're going to go about being the person in the middleman of the bet and you know what they need to expect and who they need to meet and everybody gets like a super detailed instruction on Monday not to the group chat individually and basically you know this mastermind had lined it up so like I'm going to use the subscriber that sent this in as an example he had to go to the library at 10 15 a.m go to a certain aisle in the library and then two people walked up handing him money he was like all right here's the bet you know he walked out took the 10 percent out and then the next day whoever won the bet would come back to the library and get their money the loser wouldn't come back because obviously you know it wasn't his money anymore so they had designed like this whole dead drop system where you would just meet in some random spot of the school in random parts of the day and so obviously this group chat's just kind of full of people like i'm here i'm here i'm this i'm that and they're just kind of wandering around the school taking bets from everybody taking their fee paying out the winner and overall it was going pretty well because it wasn't like anyone's bar borrowing money the losers kind of understood when they lost it just was what it was they didn't know like the exact meeting place sometimes they would use the exact same spot but if they thought someone would be a sore loser they would like text the winner and tell them to meet them somewhere else but the only problem is obviously there's a reason gambling needs to be regulated you know it's not the type of industry you really want kids jumping into the startup market on because people at the school really liked gambling gambling addictions are a real thing like this is not something you should joke around and just jump into because uh, pretty soon most of the school was wanting to place bets in one way or another and so obviously like what had started as this really small niche operation with only a couple people that were really familiar with the rules and knew what was going on it started to get out of control very quickly and what used to be like three or four bets a day was quickly turning into like 20 25 and the entire group couldn't get out of class enough there was just no way that they could like help the amount of people that were wanting to place bets and so obviously they had a little bit of a meeting and they're like well what can we do we don't want to shut this down because we're making good money 10% of all the bets in the school at 25 bets a day was good money but you know they also were like I can't get out of class every 30 seconds to take a bet so they decide at that point to put a minimum in place like if the overall bet wasn't at least $25 a person then they just weren't gonna bother which sounds nuts but if you have 25 bets a day and you have to get out of class and go do it like you kind of got to realize that you know if they're taking 10% that's only $5 on a $50 bet so it's not like they're really charging an insane amount that's just probably what's worth it to leave class once an hour 
The only problem is when they did that, there was still a lot of people that wanted to place bets for like not a whole lot of money. And another group of kids decided to come in and kind of like take their spot of all the people that wanted to bet that didn't bet all of this money. And you know, while this original group had made sure to like not let people borrow money, because obviously that was going to go bad very quickly, this new group hadn't really thought about it too far. So of course they start letting people make bets on margin, borrow money from the casino to gamble, which is never ever a good idea ever. And the original group had avoided this because they knew it gets out of control really quickly. Like, there's just nothing good that comes out of owing a bunch of people a bunch of money, especially when you owe them a bunch of money for something that's against the rules. And obviously, to just avoid this, they were like, look, if you put your money on the line, that's your problem. We're gonna take a fee, but like, you're not gonna borrow money from me because then I have to get my money from you. And the amount of money that they had been making just taking this 10% was good enough where they didn't even really need to let people borrow money. Like, their 10% had been making the group total overall one to two thousand dollars a week before you know they decided to do what they did but at this meeting after the minimum and they had another meeting kind of realizing that this group was starting to let people borrow money and they decided at that point to just shut down the entire operation because they realized that this was going to get out of control quickly. Now that people were borrowing money and everyone was gambling, it was a matter of time until a teacher caught them or something bad happened. So they decided to shut down their operation. They had made a decent amount of money for a couple months, but they were like, nah, it's not worth getting in trouble. Like, it's just a matter of time of getting caught at this point. So they tell everybody that had been using them that, like, they can go use this other group if they want to keep gambling, but they're done. So this other group gets a huge, huge rush of a bunch of other people, so they're not complaining, they're not mad about it. But now, even more people are gambling, and it's like this group of people letting people borrow money and just overall not run it the way it should be run. Not that anyone should run a school casino. Don't do any of this. This is all a bad idea. But regardless, they're letting people borrow money, and it's not unusual for a kid to owe this group, like, five, six hundred dollars and obviously when someone's like that they don't really want to pay it back there's a reason they borrowed it in the first place so this group is now having this situation where tons of kids owe them like sometimes a thousand dollars that they had been using to gamble so they decide the best way to go about getting their money is to like pay someone to beat them up you know classic mafia tactic they thought it was genius it's really really stupid though a because you just shouldn't go around beating people up the best way to avoid this situation is to not you know lend money to gamblers it just seems like a horrible business model. As far as anyone you would wanna want to loan money to, it's not a guy who's like, I plan to build a house for 200 and sell it for 250. No, you're just gonna give it to the guy whose plan is like, ah, I'm putting it on green. The only problem on top of all of that, A, it's just wrong to hurt people, and B, it's stupid, is uh, it doesn't matter how tough you think your school mafia is, the second you start beating people up in the lunchroom, the teachers are going to do something. Like, there's no way they can just let that happen. Oh yeah, another kid just got his ankle broken in the halls. I don't know what to tell you. You shouldn't owe money to people. Like, the teachers are not going to let that slide. So they decide that's the best way to go about it. Obviously wrong for many, 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 many reasons, but they decide whatever this guy owes us money, it's right, you know, pretending to be all mafia guys. Anyways, obviously, once one kid gets beat up for owing this, like, gambling group money, they take him to the office to try to figure out why the, uh, fight happened, and he instantly snitches. Obviously, you know, he's like, I borrowed money from them to bet on this game, I didn't have the money, they kept asking for it, I didn't have it, so they told me if I didn't pay him back, I was gonna get beat up. Well, and, uh, next thing I know, I'm in a trash can getting punched in the face repeatedly, so I'm gonna assume that's probably what happened is this group of people names all the names paid these kids to beat me up and they're like oh dude he snitched on us what the heck but I, I don't really know what you expected the 
kid to do, bro. Like, you know, you you got him beat up. I, I mean, obviously, this is his situation. He has two options. Either pay you back, get beat up again, and keep his mouth shut, or tell the adults, and uh, they will shut all of it down, and he won't have to pay anyone back, and you won't be able to beat him up again. Like, sure, I guess on a technicality, he's still a snitch. There's a technicality that fair. Sure, it's against the, the don't tell code. But, you know, you guys literally beat him up. It's not like you, there was a chat and everyone's like, oh, let bygones be bygones, you know, kumbaya. No, you paid someone to punch him in the face. He kind of has a reason to be really mad at you at this point. You know, sure, should he have borrowed money that he didn't have? Absolutely. I'm not trying to say that he didn't, like, wasn't an idiot, but obviously, in this situation, he's gonna look at the teacher and be like, this is the group of people paying people to beat me up. And at that point, the school decides they're going to shut down this little casino operation they've got going on, and they launch a little mini FBI task force into this. Obviously, it's not like anyone involved in this is is really incredible at covering their tracks, so they don't have to do a whole lot of FBIing to figure out basically all the information. The kids are dumb enough to be paying someone to go beat people up, dude. They're clearly not the best at, like, hiding information. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, the teachers start looking into it, and before the end of the day, they basically had everyone who was involved in the new group of people that were, you know, paying people to beat people up. They had the old group of people that hadn't done that. They had everyone who had placed a bet, and at some point, everybody had gotten called into the office to kind of just ask about what they knew. And a lot of the people that had placed bets with the original group just mentioned the new group. They didn't really bring up the old group because they weren't involved. They didn't beat up anybody, so there was just no reason to talk about it. And obviously, you know, there's not a whole lot of detective work involved, but very quickly they realize that this new group is probably the group that's the problem. The only reason they even knew about the original group is because one kid had mentioned that there had been other people he had placed bets with and mentioned them. So, whatever, they end up calling the new group of kids into the office, you know, the ones that had to decide to go all mafia mode, and within seconds, they just break and tell on each other. They're like, no, it was his idea, it was his idea, here's where we put the money, here's what we did this, here's who we paid to beat him up, here's when we did it, da 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 da, -da. here's the text messages, because obviously they hadn't really been thinking this through, but the original group that had not been letting people borrow money hadn't been paying people to fight people, you know, wasn't going out of their way to be obnoxious and get caught. They had obviously talked about what would happen if the teachers got on, and so they had prepared to, like, tell this story that made sense, you know. It admitted that they had done a little bit of gambling, but not that they had been running, like, this middleman thing. They get called in separately, and each one of them tell the story about how, you know, there was this group of friends that had known each other outside of school for a while, so obviously they thought it would have been fine to place bets in school was when they saw it other so they had gambled a little bit with money at school that being said they hadn't taken bets for anybody else and as soon as the other group had started taking bets for other people they had stopped which was kind of true you know what I mean so they're like I'm so sorry I'll admit that we will never do it again and so because they had been called in separately and told the same story on different occasions the principal's reaction was like, we're disappointed in you, but you know, at least you didn't run a gambling ring, so the fact that you were honest with us will we'll take into consideration. And obviously, the principal's not happy that he had two groups of kids gambling, right? But you gotta consider this. If one group 
on the surface is just like this harmless group of friends that had decided to place some bets before they just went back home and they had never taken bets for anyone. In the other group, you know for sure had been going around and like, you know, taking people into debt, getting people beat up, extorting people for money. You would probably just not really look much more else into the group of friends because you have this other group that's probably way easier to look into. And that's kind of what happened, you know? They basically just were like, okay, thank you for admitting that you guys gambled before. We're disappointed, but we have to figure out a lot of what's going on over here with this other group of people that's running around acting like they own the place. So one by one, they get released back to class and they're not texting the group chat or anything. They're all just kind of like nervous that someone's going to slip up or tattle or something. All right, guys, I'm going to interrupt the story for one second. I'm actually posting the story times I've been making lately on this Spotify show that I will put at the top of the description the day after they come out or the same day later that night. Just because I know a lot of people have been listening to the story times on Spotify and ask me to keep them updated more frequently. So if you want to listen offline without gameplay, like I said, a link to the Spotify show will be in the top of the description but uh yeah on that note let's get back to the original story thanks anyways obviously all the teachers attentions getting put into the other group of kids that wanted to pretend it's like the 1920s in chicago and they're mobsters you know the only problem is the superintendent is still in charge of you guys all right al capone real gangster you guys beating up melvin not so much and even then al capone still did go to alcatraz sure it was for tax evasion which you know in the grand scheme of things is not much compared to what else he did but what it does go to show you is if there's any government agency you should fear ladies and gentlemen it's the irs at that point the administration though is like whatever we're going to expel the group of kids that had been running this violent casino thing which i'm not going to lie is probably the best decision you really can't be letting kids that like think that they run the school just roam around making casinos on top of that if you didn't expel them chances are they're just gonna go back to doing it like if they were making an absolute crap ton of money doing this and then you're like hey just don't do that guys don't like they're gonna keep doing it but obviously because they're expelling one group for gambling they had to you know give the original group a punishment as well so the original group gets called back in as a group and they think that they're caught they think it's over with this principal's got to know everything about how they ran a gambling ring too it's just gg oh my goodness prepare we're screwed but the principal is like, okay, you guys are getting suspended for two days and, you know, starts to go into this huge speech that is a speech slash apology thing. I don't really want to suspend you guys. You know, I've made plenty of friendly bets with my friends at the golf course or whatever, but it's something that I have to do since I'm expelling the other group. So obviously we tried to make it as short as possible. Thank you for not running a gambling ring. You've been so respectful and well-behaved. And he's just kind of going on about how like he's so thankful that they weren't the other group of people that had been running a gambling ring and obviously you know they hadn't been paying people to like beat people up they hadn't been doing it the same way but it's uh, a little funny that he's thanking them for not doing it when they literally were the group running the gambling gang originally like they inspired the other guys so they're feeling a little bit guilty but they're just kind of keeping their mouth shut because he's just going to let them off the hook with a two-day suspension and so you know they're letting him go on and on 
on. And finally, he's like, so that's the way it's going to be. I understand you're quiet. You know, you're probably uh, a little bit in shock right now. But I'm going to call your parents to let them know that they, you guys are suspended. And they just all kind of look at each other and decide to keep their mouths shut. So they call their parents, let them know that their kids are being suspended. And anytime your parent gets that phone call, they're not going to be stoked. Obviously, it's never a situation you want to be like leaving work to go get your kid for getting in trouble. And uh, when they all get picked up, some get in more trouble than others. A couple kids get their phones taken away. The game consoles for a bit but overall everybody gets in like not as much trouble as they probably would have been for getting expelled for running a gambling ring and all in all even the people that did get in a little bit more trouble were thinking that they're lucky because they hadn't been expelled over this like that other group had been you know they're like dang dude they weren't playing around a group of people were running a gambling thing and they were expelled we're running a group of gambling things we got a thank you letter from the principal you know and he basically said thank you for not running a gambling ring oopsies no Nobody say anything. Obviously, as soon as everybody got their phone back, the group chat was kind of talking about it, you know, and they were feeling pretty good because they had gotten away with it up to that point, had gotten to keep the money, you know, only gotten suspended for two days. But the ringleader chimed into the group chat and reminded everybody of something that, you know, they probably needed to hear because at that point they're like, dude, there's no way they're going to catch us, LMAO. This was so easy. Like, look at how dumb they are. He said, look, they're not dumb. We got insanely lucky that another group at our school was doing the same thing way dumber than us like the school's not dumb we got lucky so just shut up don't go around the school bragging about how you made all this money running a gambling ring and we didn't get caught because they're gonna hear you and we got really lucky like we probably should have gotten in more trouble you know so whatever just shut up and if any of you can't keep your mouth shut i'm gonna say i don't know you i'm letting you know that right now if any of you guys are morons then that's on you and obviously the group chat you know the the enthusiasm was sucked out of the room a little bit but that was reality because they were like pretty close to graduating and so if somebody had gone and started bragging about how they had done all this and they got expelled dude like it throws off graduation it throws off going to college and all you have to do is keep your mouth shut for two months and then you're just never a student of that school again and they can't do anything so obviously you know you know they they would like talk about it amongst each other but they ended up keeping their mouth shut until they graduated and uh as soon as they graduated it felt like a huge weight was lifted off their shoulders you know obviously because like they don't go to that school anymore there's not really much they could do and at this point it's been a couple years since they graduated so they're like we really just uh you know every day it just becomes more of a funny story seriously though i am going to make this very clear you know don't go start a casino in your school it's a really bad idea they got insanely lucky they didn't get in more trouble half the people involved literally got expelled so like don't go around thinking this is a brilliant idea i can't lie though the story was pretty nuts i just figured it was one of those ones that i had to share with you guys so uh hopefully you enjoyed if you did i'd appreciate you taking a second to press the like button let me know what you thought in the comment section down below and of course subscribe if you're new and turn on notifications if you like the new intro song it's by a friend of mine poncho i'm gonna put a link to it in the description feel free to go check it out there's a link to the youtube version of the song and a link to download it and uh yeah other than that there's going to be a link to the spotify show down below that's my thing on top of that you can use code scrubby at the g fuel checkout it's a great way to get a discount on g fuel help me out at the same time and there's also a link to my podcast the scuffed cast down there too on that note though guys i think that's gonna do it for the video thank you all so much for watching i really do appreciate it don't get anyone pregnant if you do make sure they're hot and hopefully i will see each and every single one of you guys next time with another video. I'm out. Peace.